Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Just get a wee Mexican wave going. We've got a few waves. Hey, my name's Thomas. For those of you that don't know me, and uh, I lead, get to lead the church along with my wonderful wife, Mary, who's at the front there. And yes, oh, we've got a little little applause for Mary. None for me. Never mind. <laughs> So uh, this is a special service, it's a different Sunday in the life of the church, as we take time once a year to have our Vision Sunday, which I have expertly positioned right bang in the middle of midterm. So I'm really pleased there's people here this morning, because that was my initial worry. Uh, but it's so good to have you, and if you're watching online afterwards, it's good to have you catching up and watching with us as well. Uh, usually, we would unpack a message in the Bible, and we'd ask God, what does that mean for us uh, in our week, in, our, in the season that we're in. But today we're going to have a bit of a recap of the year that's just passed and we're going to look forward to the year ahead. I remember standing actually in front of this camera a year ago uh, giving our Vision Sunday talk and I can't believe we're here again a year on. And in some ways, as I reflect, it's been a really quick year and in others, it's felt, other ways, it's felt quite long and arduous and tough going. And for all of us, I'm sure it's been, we've felt a little bit like that, just that mix as we've navigated out of this fog. Uh, we think we've navigated out of it. We think we're out of it. We're not quite. We think we are. Oh, there's a little bit more. And uh, for many of us here this morning, it will have been an incredibly tough year with challenges. But God is faithful and he is with us. He is with us. Our vision statement as a church is that this is a, a place, that this would be a place where people come alive. We've got our fancy new banners. Have you seen them over there? That's where all our budgets went from our Vision Sunday cost. So I hope you like them. Uh, our vision is that this, this place would be a place where people come alive. And it's based on the passage from the prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37. When the people of Israel were feeling hopeless, he received a vision in the middle of a valley of dry bones. And it says this, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is the vision that he had. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. That's our heart for this church, that this would be a place where people receive that life. And our vision four years ago that uh, Mary and I felt God gave us for this wee church is still as strong now, that this church would be a place where people come alive, where people encounter the powerful presence of God that changes their lives and also impacts the lives around us. And ultimately, our city. That's our, that's our dream, the city. So in the midst of everything that's been thrown at us in the last 12 months, we want to invite you into the inner workings of our wee church. And we want to invite you to celebrate. And we choose thankfulness for uh, there's so much the Lord has done. There's so much the Lord has done and is continuing to do. Uh, some very wise person told Mary and I years ago, always have a bottle of Prosecco in the fridge, even if that's the only thing that you're celebrating is having a Prosecco in the fridge. It's so, uh, so true and so helpful. There's a wee tip for you, you know, stir thankfulness. And it's biblical to give thanks. 
And uh, we can't give thanks to absolutely everything. We'd be here for ages. It's a bit like the Oscar speech where you forget to thank your wife, you know, the award speech. You, forget, you know, we might forget one or two things, but we're here uh, to be thankful as a church and just to encourage us to be free to cheer or to whoop or to give a good Wimbledon clap. Uh, yes, let's respond with thanksgiving. So, a couple of things that we're going to rattle through. We, get, we celebrate online church and the reach and the fact that we, I know the very fact of me saying those words might send a shiver down your spine, but we celebrate online church. We celebrate its use over the last two years and over the last year, our wee YouTube channel has had 72,390 views. I know, and that wasn't just me. 72,000 views. We celebrate that. We celebrate people from all around the world tuning in to worship, tuning in to open God's word, tuning in to find hope in Jesus. That's remarkable. That's so remarkable. We celebrate in-person church. Yes, Emma, yes. We're just getting warmed up, folks. This is just the beginning. In September, we started meeting in person again in this space. And it's been different. But it's been such a blessing. It's been such a blessing to use this space. And this is home for now. And we are so blessed to use this building. So we give thanks that when we don't have a building right now to call our own, that we have the resources of people and we have the resources of finance to make this space happen. Praise God. Praise God. We've had chats with people that have said, I've never, I never knew how much I needed this. To just sit next, to just look around right now and just to see people be in a room full of people. I never realized how much I needed this. I never realized uh, how important it is just to rub shoulders with people again. We give thanks. We give thanks. And actually, there's incredible favor on this space. The staff are incredible. Practically, we have storage in this space. So just to give you a little bit of an insight, before we would hire a van and all the stuff would be in our garage and uh, it would be packed to the rafters and we'd have a wee team that would drive to our driveway and put it in our garage and then pick up again next Sunday and then drop off the van. We are incredibly blessed in that we have storage here. We don't need to put chairs out, which is great. And our projector screen, this is other level. This is other level. So good, so good. We give thanks for in-person church. We give thanks that we can come together and worship. Also, our launch of uh, new life groups. Our launch of new life groups. Back in March last year, we launched a, a new model of life groups. Uh, Remy shared uh, her experience of life groups and just encouraged us as a church, if you don't have a life group, this is your place. Please, would you have we look at our list and just ask God, uh, where is my place in that? Our new life group structure is termly in 12-week chunks. So you only commit to as 10 to 12 weeks, and then you can leave it if you want. Uh, if you're like, oh, well, it doesn't quite click, or I'm going to hang out for a while, but I'm actually, the day doesn't work, so I'm going to go to a different day. So it gives you the freedom to sign up each term to a different group. And our real heart for that as well is that we wouldn't have every week crammed with 
Monday night's our life group. Tuesday night, oh, I've got the marriage course. Wednesday night, oh, there's a, a money course on. Thursday night, there's this. But actually, we can incorporate courses into that model. So if you have a heart for a marriage course, we would, and you're able to run that and have a few couples around, perhaps, you could do that as a life group. Or if you have a passion for seeing people uh, steward their finances well, and in a kingdom way, you could run a money course. So just to uh, remind us of that, uh, so that we can incorporate that into our termly structure. And there's so much potential with that. And the different types of groups are growing. We have eight groups in the church. So if you lead a group, thank you very much. I want to say thank you to Stuart and Hannah, Stephen and Cherry, Chuck, Emma, Pete and Ruth, Elias, and Steve Mansell. Thank you so much. We should give them a round of applause and honor them and thank them for all that they're doing, all that they're doing. So we give thanks for our life groups. Also, prayer. We give thanks for what's bubbling underneath with prayer in our church. Just to let you know, there are folk walking the streets of Inverness praying through the week. And it isn't an official Inverness Vineyard thing. They're doing it, people in our church, because they have a heart and a passion for prayer and to see God move in our city. And uh, we celebrate prayer in our church. There have not been big gatherings, but remember our little sermon series, there's something in the small. And to be assured that there is a team every week faithfully, there's a group of people every Sunday night and every Wednesday morning at half six, there's been some calls to make it a wee bit later, but I'm like, no, we will press on with half six because my kids do not wake up at half six. But what did they do on Wednesday? They woke up at half six. So I was flanked by our two boys at half six, half asleep. <laughs> but never mind, never mind. So there are people that are praying every Sunday night, every Wednesday morning for our church, for us, for our city, faithfully and with expectation. And you are invited to join in as well. We also have our prayer space, which Remy mentioned next weekend. Uh, we give thanks, actually, that we're able to do that. We have an office space in the city. And that is going to be such a great space. Can I encourage you uh, to sign up to that? There's limited, it's nine to five, so it's, how many slots is that? Eight slots, nine slots, uh, that you can sign up for an hour and just interact with the space. There's a beautiful view of the river and the castle, and perhaps the, the theme of it is space to breathe. Perhaps you just need a space to breathe just now. That is your place. That is your place. And we give thanks for the office space. That was a space that was rented during lockdown when we had our video recordings because we wanted to make it live stream. And uh, it's been such a blessing, and we've continued to keep that space. Our wee staff team, which we'll mention in a wee while, we use that space on Thursdays. Our youth have met in there. We've had our leadership meetings in there. Uh, the band, I think, are potentially going to use that space as well. And also, uh, we'd love to have like, a prayer, prayer ministry uh, space in the office as well for people who uh, want to pray or want to receive prayer over a, a longer space of time. So... We give thanks for the office space. We give thanks for churches together. Churches together. Every two weeks, I join a prayer meeting on Friday morning on Zoom where a good lot, anything between 6 and 15 local leaders in Inverness gather together to pray. And we pray for an hour. We catch up for half an hour, and then we pray for half an hour together. And it's so good. 
It's so good, and we are so tight, and we've got each other's backs, and we celebrate the wins, and we pray for each other when we're in the valleys. There's such a tight friendship in amongst the leaders in Inverness, which is incredible, incredible blessing. And uh, we also run uh, an event every Pentecost called Thy Kingdom Come, and we've been doing that for three or four years now, and I had the, the honor of speaking at that last year, and uh, there's just sweet friendships and sweet connections. And uh, I meet, I, during lockdown, when lockdown hit, I began meeting with uh, a local leader once a week, and that, uh, a local church leader, and that friendship has continued, and we continue to meet regularly, uh, another church leader, and just have a great friendship. And sure, I, I learned so much from him, and so encouraged from him, and we're completely different people, but it's, it's so good. So there's real unity. Psalm 133, uh, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. We are in this together. We're in this together. As someone once said, we're all vegetables in the same stew. I love that. We're all in the same stew. Kingdom stew. I'm going to stop with the stew analogy now. I could go on a wee while. We celebrate that. We celebrate our van of hope. And also Ashley. Where's Ashley? Is Ashley here? She's maybe through next door. We celebrate our van of hope and Ashley. Our van is ready. Yes. Yes. And I want to give special thanks to Pete. If we can have a big cheer for Pete. Yes. And also Gavin isn't here, but let's give him a big cheer because he's going to listen anyway. Yes, Gavin. These guys quietly and faithfully have been making the van into a van of hope and converting it and doing all sorts of amazing work, a joinery stuff. I don't know any other terms. They've been doing the stuff to make the stuff happen. Uh, and they've been taking the van away into their garage and they've made it the van it is today to be able to serve hot drinks and soup. And we're really excited by that. And we just want to honor you guys in that uh, and, and doing that. And it's a van for the city. It's a van that we see responding to need in the, needs in the city, that we could rock up, let's get the van, and we can go and get hot drinks and just connect with people in the city, to be available, to be a space of hope as well. And uh, we give thanks for Ashley as well, who's came on board onto the staff team to pioneer this ministry. And she's just chomping at the bit uh, to get out. We're go uh, the van's going out every Thursday morning at the minute, uh, down by the gathering place. You know where that fancy new art thing is, the thing you can walk on top of the river. At the Fisherman's Hut, but there's a new thing, isn't there? There's a, yes, there's a new art installation thing. It's going to be there every Thursday morning with the sole aim of just rocking up and just, there's someone there to chat to you. There's someone there to give you a hot drink and just to chat to you and for you to be listened to. So if you're free on Thursday morning, we would love you uh, to, to help out. But also just to encourage Ashley in that, if that excites you, and there's no space just now. Perhaps you're thinking, I can't do Thursday morning, but I'd love to be part of it. Could you chat to Ashley? She's throwing kids just now, but we'll maybe drag her in at the end and get her just to loiter around here. And we'd love you just to have a wee conversation with her if you'd love to be a part of that and hear what's going on as well. And so we celebrate reaching out. And, and also we ask more uh, increasingly to the Lord, help us just see where the poor are in our city. The poor in wealth, but the poor in spirit as well. Uh, help us love the poor as a church. And uh, I believe the van's got a really key part to play in that. 
are a key part to play in that. Uh, we celebrate that we've been able to facilitate years out with God internships. So this year we have Elias. Give us a wave, Elias. Hello, Elias. He's on sound today. Uh, he is doing DNA, which is a year out, a discipleship year with God, intentional, life-giving, formative, just an incredible, incredible uh, program that DNA do. And uh, we'll share more about that throughout the year if you're interested in that to find out more. And also Chuck, who's not with us today, who's doing Leadership Academy, which is a, a vineyard program uh, tailored uh, to same kind of themes as well as DNA. So we celebrate having those guys faithful serving the local church and being part of things as well. We're so thrilled that we're able to do that as a church. Our missions giving, we celebrate that. Sorry if it's feeling a wee bit like a list, but it's a good list, isn't it? It's a good list. So hey, let's keep on going. We commit to giving 15% of our church's income to mission. 5% goes to vineyards, so Vineyard Churches UK and Ireland, and that supports the movement. There's a hundred, over 120 churches in the UK, and that support the, supports the movement in planting more churches and supporting uh, mission partners throughout the world that Vineyard support and uh, just resourcing the movement as well. And then 10% we give to local and international mission. And the figure that we gave in 2021 which is remarkable, is £10,395. That's good, isn't it? Yes, £10,395. I think in 2020, uh, so this time last year when we were reporting on the year before, we gave over 12000 So that's £22,000 in two years. This wee church has given to mission. Yes, come on. Yeah, we should just, it's incredible, it's incredible. Uh, our mission partners, our Kids Club Kampala, who do an incredible work in Uganda, uh, in the slums of Uganda, it's providing education, shelter, uh, back-to-work programs for the parents as well. They do amazing work in that. And you can read about in more detail on our website about these uh, partners. Home for Good, which have a real heart for fostering and adopting. We support them. And uh, yeah, we just love to see what God wants to do with that. We'd love to be a church that champions that in the Highlands as we grow and as we put roots down in the city. Gateway Inverness, which if you've been part of our church for a wee while, you'll know we've supported since day one, uh, who do an amazing work with vulnerable families, vulnerable individuals and homeless in Inverness. And then finally, as well, Vineyard, which we've, we've mentioned. We also have our missions giving a part of that is our monthly support of Inverness Foodstuff at Nest Bank Church. They feed an incredible number of people several times a week, and we give uh, each month to that. And Ashley goes armed with a shopping list and does the shopping and drops it off each week to Nest Bank Church. Also, a uh, our Christmas outreaches, so providing hampers. When we do our hamper donations, the church also top up on that as well, which goes out to families in our city. Toys for Cash for Kids. We gave an incredible amount of toys to Cash for Kids uh, at Christmas time. Our wee initiative called Letterbox Hugs, if you remember that, last year, we done little uh, letterbox during lockdown in January. We sent out, you nominated people, and we sent out little letterbox encouragements. I can't remember what they had. They had like a little biscuit some hot chocolate, a card with a verse, uh, and that would just land on people's doorsteps when we weren't allowed to go out. So little encouragements like that. Uh, what else? 
Our Easter eggs for families at Easter are also our pot called the well, where we keep a bit of money to bless folk in the church in need or respond to needs in the city. So we give thanks that as a church, we are blessed to be a blessing. And we want to be a generous church. We've also added on to our values an extra one, generosity. That's at the, the hallmark, that's at the heart of our, of our church, that we would be a generous people. So be encouraged church family. Be encouraged that uh, the ripples and effects of our giving is felt not only here among us, not only in our city, not only in our nation, but the nations. It's so good. It's so good. We celebrate perseverance in the pivots as well. Pivoting has been the word of this last two years. If you have ever watched Friends, you'll remember Ross moving house with a couch on the stairs going, pivot, pivot, trying to turn this couch to get into and turn it and turn it again and trying to move into a space. And it's felt a little bit like that. Let's tilt at the church here. Let's move a little bit in here. Let's pivot over here. We have something special as a church at the heart of our culture uh, that we don't give up. We don't give up. And we want to celebrate our Christmas events in last year. A great example of perseverance in the pivots. Our beer and carols event that we had at the Black Owl Bar was so much fun. Just at the cusp of everything kicking off again in terms of uh, Omicron and restrictions. But an amazing thing happened. It was a wee bit quieter in the bar, understandably. And the bar manager, who's known us for a couple of years, he came up to me and he said, uh, there's not as many people this year. Do you want me to say something? And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, you say something. And I told him a little bit about where the hampers were going. And he stopped the guys playing music and he stood up on the table and he said, right, everyone, this is Inverness Vineyard Church. They're giving us our Christmas carols. They're collecting hampers and they'll take donations. They'll take money donations that will then go to Gateway, who are across the road, and they're going to be feeding people that don't have enough this Christmas. So if you want to give, now you, uh, go to the bar and just give generously. And I was like, man, and I took a wee step back, and I was just like, this is such a little glimpse of the kingdom. Here's a guy who's our biggest evangelist right now, sharing about the church, never been in our church, and he's shouting about what we're doing and what the heart of it is. And one guy went to the bar and gave 100 pounds. Isn't that amazing? It's so good, so good. Perseverance in the pivots perseverance in the pivots and also just to mention our carol service and also to honor our leadership support team as well so we have a, a leadership support team as part of the structure of our, our church leadership we have emma give us a wee wave emma we have gordon sorry i put them together emma gordon i'm sorry gordon where's gordon give us a wee wave we have eleanor who's not with us this morning sue give us a wee wave we have pete as well hi pete then we have Mary, then we have me. So uh, they have been an incredible support in prayer and in wisdom in the life of our church, honing the vision and just like a kind of hidden kind of group of folk just who have got our backs as the leaders of the church who uh, are just incredible. So we want to honor them and uh, just say thank you to them. And they were great at Christmas time, how we considered 
how do we deliver a Christmas service that's safe uh, in the midst of everything that was going on and just to kind of hone what we're going to do. So just to say thank you to those guys, we were able to do a carol service that was safe and we ended up outside Milton of Leys Primary School with the most incredible view of the city. It was amazing. And the day before, it was like a thick fog. And it cleared for the, sun, the, uh, the Sunday. And we had a moment where we all just turned and we kind of pointed towards the city. And we just prayed a blessing over the city in the uncertain times. Uh, so we give thanks for that. We give thanks for our teams where we're, we're saying, yes, let's do it. And we give thanks for perseverance in the pivots. We give thanks for new rhythms. We give thanks for a sun, Sunday gatherings that look slightly different. So if you've been around our church, you'll know since we've went back the last Sunday of the month, we don't have a gathering here, but we're doing walks at the minute, and we're going to be doing various other things as the weather gets better as well. But I think we want to push in as a church asking, what is church? What isn't church? And that is so much more than just this hour together this hour and a half together, that we can gather in different ways, that we can be intentional in spending time with folk who don't know Jesus, and that we can love our city practically and with love. Uh, so time is really precious, and we want to, we're, we're actually loving doing something a bit different with those last Sundays of the month, and uh, we're excited to see how it develops. And also just to invite everyone here and who's listening, if you have any ideas for what we could be doing to love the city well on those last Sundays of the month. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to hear them. So please get in touch with us. But we give thanks for new rhythms and focuses out of the last year as we uh, pursue emotionally healthy spirituality. How do we do life with Jesus healthily and, and well? Also, our kids and tots. We give thanks to our kids and tots pastors, Michelle and Hannah, and formerly Cherry as well. Uh, She's done a chunk of the last year. Their vision, their dedication, and their love for Jesus is so clear, and their creativity is second to none. Uh, we know because our boys come home each week and they absolutely they come home each week which is good <laughs> not just that they come home <laughs> but that they love the session they love the session um, our eldest was genuinely gutted that it was an altogether service the other week and he was like what you mean i've got to sit next to you the whole time i can't go through it to kids kids and tots volunteers uh, I want to say thank you. Give us, put your hands up if you're a Kids and Tots volunteer with us this morning. Can we give them a wee round of applause and say thank you to those guys? And selfishly, from the bottom of our hearts as parents, thank you. Thank you for keep showing up. Thank you for uh, blessing our children. Thank you for sharing Jesus with our children. And, you know, honestly, as I was reflecting and preparing, I think that uh, Jesus loves being in that space more than any other space when it comes to our church. I really do. I really do. Also, finally, serving. And maybe the worship band could get up while I uh, rattle on about this and get ready to, to celebrate. That would be good. So I want to say thank you. I want to give thanks to the folk who made this happen each week. And uh, I want to say thanks to our sound and media team, especially. So everyone who does sound and media, we should give them a wee round of applause and cheer. Because often it's the hidden place. Those guys, as well as our worship team, are the first to arrive here when it's empty and there's 
uh, music playing from the cinema and the lights need, everything needs done. And they're the last to leave as we bring the last box out of this space. So we want to say thank you to them. We want to say thanks to the van builders, the folk who open their houses each week for life groups, host prayer meetings, cook hundreds of portions of mince and tatties for the vulnerable in our city, cook meals for those who are moving, who have new babies, who are struggling and needing a boost. If you have served in any way, thank you. We couldn't do it without you. We couldn't do this without you. This couldn't happen. And perhaps if you're not serving and you're here with us this morning, perhaps you're visiting. I should have said that at the beginning. If you're visiting, you are so, we hope it blesses you just to hear uh, what's happening in the, the life of our church. But uh, if you've been coming for a number of weeks and this is your place and you're not serving, you might be thinking, oh, everything's ticking along quite nicely. You know, it seems like everything's happening and uh, you're not needed. And I just want to encourage us that that couldn't be further from the truth. It couldn't be further from the truth. If this is your place, we want to encourage you and invite you to find your place to serve. You are needed. If, uh, yeah, and we give thanks for those who are serving right now. I'm going to take a breath. So much to give thanks. Why don't we stand and we're just going to worship. We're going to worship. So good. So uh, this next wee space, we're going to have a wee bit of uh, a look at our finances as a church and uh, just recap on that. And then I'm going to share a little bit of what we sense as our vision for the year ahead, what we feel God is saying to us as a church. So uh, based on, this is based on the financial year of January to December 2021. And our finances are overseen by our charity trustees. Our charity trustees are uh, Ali Elder, Pete Turner, and myself. So Ali and Pete are based in Aberdeen, where we came from. And uh, I just want to say on mic and on camera, thank you guys for all you pour in. They'll be watching this. They've been so immense, wise, and kingdom-minded. And uh, yeah, I just want to honor them and what they bring as trustees. And also, just to let you know, in terms of giving to the church, the only people that know who are giving in the life of our church are Mary and I. So there, there's no one else uh, within the church who's aware of that. So just to give you a few figures, we started the year with £17,675, and we gave, as a church, £63,251, which is incredible. So good, and that's including gifted. Uh, we get 25% on top of that. That equates to 63000 250. I'm going to hurt my neck, keep looking up here. I'm going to focus on my notes. And just to give you a wee bit of a flavor of the general expenditure of the church and what those things mean. So that was broken down in terms of our giving with what we've received. Mission, which we've already spoken about, £10,395, which is a remarkable figure. Licenses and memberships, we spent £3,161. So that's licenses to sing the songs that we sing as we worship. That's also our insurances. That's payroll costs. That's also our annual account fees, things like that. So our licenses and memberships as a church. Our building and van costs, we spent £12,302. So that's things like our, our office space in town, our rent for that and all the associated costs with that. Van insurance and tax and MOT. Venue, venue rental for the cinema as well and the associated costs with that, which is brilliant. Hello. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Can I continue? 
Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. A uh, building. Building in Van Costs. I might have it in my pocket. What is Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, building in Van Costs. We've done that. Next one. We have Worship and Church Life, which is £1,857. So that's things like new worship equipment, a new keyboard that we got. That's also things like our banners, stationery, equipment for Sundays like music stands, things we need, things that break and that we need to fix in a Sunday context. Community life, we spent £1,230. Oh, thank you. Batteries. Are we running out? Okay. Children youth, we spent... Trying to get through. I'll change now. Talk amongst yourselves. Community life, 1,230. I've spoken about that, haven't I? No, I haven't. So that's things like our mainly music uh, membership, which we've continued paying, even though we haven't uh, had a mainly music group. Facebook ads, our Mother's Day and Father's Day outreaches, things where we reach out into the city throughout the year. Our staff costs, we spent 29706 So to give you a breakdown of that, that's for myself, three days a week, and also employing Michelle and Hannah, Ashley, and Mary. Uh, so that comes to 29706 Children and youth, we spent 1714 That's just sweets. Lots of sweets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's things like youth resources uh, and sweets. Lots of sweets how we feed them as well, and materials that the guys use next door. And then other £175, which uh, comes under our staff day. We have a little staff day where we uh, meet a staff and uh, do... What, what did we do? We went like a walk and had lunch and I think we did. Was that last year or was that a couple of years? I can't even remember. It's like a staff and also a Christmas lunch as, uh, as a staff as well. So that's £175. So we started the year with... 17,675. We gave 63,251. We spent 60,540. We hold in reserve 15,135, which works out, we just work out a three month average of our running cost as a church. So that's reflective of last year, 2021, that figure. And we're left with 5,251 pounds. It's amazing. So good. God is good. God is our provider. And we want to thank you if you've financially given in this last year. Thank you so, so much. It's a, it's a challenging time in lots and lots of ways. But we are encouraged in our church's faithfulness in giving to the life of the church. Every penny counts. And every penny is making an immense and massive difference. And we also want to invite you, if you're not currently giving to the life of the church, and this is your place, to look like, to ask God what that looks like uh, for you. And our regular monthly commitment makes so much difference practically because it allows us to plan. It allows us to think, right, we're getting this. This is what we can do as a church. So it unlocks so much for us to plan in faith, to start new ministries, to empower people across our city to go like we've done with Ashley, uh, for example. We can also claim back 25% on gift aid, which I've mentioned. The easiest way is online through our charity bank account. And we believe that giving to the local church is biblical. We believe it's to be a joy. We've celebrated so much what our giving 
giving has went towards. And it's to be a blessing that multiplies more than we can imagine. It multiplies. And, and we believe in that, that there's a spiritual dynamic at play when we give to the kingdom of God, which far, uh, God far uh, he uses it more than we can imagine. So, we celebrate that. And then 2022, can you believe it's 2022? I still can. 2022. I, was chat I think it was you and I was chatting to we were speaking about the 90s being like 30 years ago. We can't believe that. It feels like 10 years ago, the 90s. Anyway. That's not on my notes. The next year in the life of our church, Mary and I felt it was really important to keep it simple this next year. There's so much complexity around us. And the last thing that we need is that same complexity as a church. Uh, there's still so much uncertainty and there's so much to untangle from these last two years uh, from what we've been through. And I just had a, a picture of a ball of string a ball of string, and uh, all of us as a church family huddled around it, working it out and detangling it together as a community with Jesus. And I just felt that was a, a real picture from the Lord. So uh, we want to really be mindful of that and also mindful that for, for our church to be a space for people to process and step out again, but also in the mix of that to move forward, not to get stuck. And I as I've been sharing the Nehemiah series, that has been ministering to me so much. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, oh, when I'm prepared, oh. It's been such an important and timely series for the church, for where we're at, for where we've been uh, with everything in the mix of rubble and restoration and rebuilds and remaining and returning and renewal. It's just so rich. And for the year ahead, you might want to listen back to it as well and uh, just revisit that. But for the year, a year ahead, Mary and I have a simple message that we feel might be from the Lord. An invitation, and the invitation is this, roots down and spring up. Roots down and spring up. That's what we want to share. This is a year to put our roots down deep and to spring up. In all that is around us, we must remain in Him. In all the uncertainty... He is our only certainty. We don't know what the future holds, but we know, as people of Jesus, who holds the future. We cling to that. And reaching out to him in the hidden place is so important so that we can spring up in the public place to share the hope that we have. And it's different, this hope, than a positive mindset. It's, diff it's an assuredness of a, a life lived with Jesus, a certainty of a secure future because of his love for us. And that certainty, as people of Jesus, should be oozing out of us. It should be oozing out of us. It should be attractive to those around us. It should be blatantly obvious to people who don't know Jesus. What is with them? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Paul to the church in Colossae, where false teaching and practices uh, were rife, he reminded them in Colossians 2, 6-7. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So we have a couple of steps that we would like to offer to you as an invitation, as a reminder that will help us to put our roots down and to spring up as a church family for 2022. And here they are. The first one is, 
day by day with Jesus, to focus day by day with Jesus. We want to be really intentional uh, and not just us sharing, this is how we should do day by day with Jesus, but we want to open the floor and we want to share with each other, how do we how do we do day by day with Jesus? So we want, we're going to be hearing from all of you, every single one of you. No, those of you that are willing would love to just have a, a space on a Sunday and also just record, you know, how do we do life with Jesus? Because we're very well aware that some of the stuff that I do and speak about won't click with other folk. We're all different and we all connect with, with Jesus in all sorts of different ways. So we want to create a space where we have that mingling part, that encouragement part, where we can go, oh, wow, that sounds incredible. Let me go and speak to Roz about that. Or Pete, or let me go and speak to Pete about how he does that. How does he worship? Wow. And it, just have those spaces where we can connect with each other. So day by day with Jesus. I'd love to encourage you into that, and we're going to be making space as a church and to just be asking ourselves, how are we journeying day by day with Jesus? Secondly, oh, did, did we all get that? Yes. Oh, wrong one. Okay, sorry. Wrong number. It's like bingo. Oh, the two's 22. That was a good bingo voice, wasn't it? Back to the serious stuff. Day by day with Jesus. Secondly, We'll have the next one up after day by Brilliant. Week by week with people who know Jesus. We'd love to encourage you to prioritize our Sunday gatherings, which you have. You're here this morning. Uh, we've noticed post-lockdown, and this is the case for all church communities that gather, that there tends to be a small core that are, are faithful and come in every single time we have a gathering. And then uh, the rest of us seem to be more sporadic in that, perhaps every two weeks or every three weeks. And... Uh, we just want to encourage you to revisit that, perhaps, or uh, in terms of putting roots down, gathering together as people of Jesus is so important, and to, to look at uh, Sunday gatherings and to look at our life groups as well, and to really ask God, where have I to be rooted in this season? To be rooted, as well as the hidden places, we're to be strengthened by spaces that dig those roots deeper, public spaces, spaces that bring us faith to spring up and serve the city in our work, in our streets, in our church. To rise up, we need to be rooted. So uh, there might be some of us sitting thinking, rise up, I can hardly stand up, I'm shattered. I want to encourage you to get rooted, remain rooted, and to stay faithful, to keep going, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. We will continue to faithfully provide a weekly space to worship and to do life with one another. And we would love if you call Inverness Vineyard Church your place to prioritize week by week with people who know Jesus. And then the next one is month by month. You can see where we're going, can't you? Month by month, serving church and city. Uh, we root ourselves down. If we do that, something happens. Something happens. Life comes in its fullness and we spring up. And if this is your place, we would love you to find your space. A space to serve on Sundays and a space to serve in the community. That's the two elements to it. Uh, to have a wee bit of a, a moment, all our Sunday teams need a boost. All of them. Every single area needs a boost. And also, just to let you into some exciting news as well, we're allowed to have tea and coffee. <laughs> Which is great, isn't it? 
I'm a bit worried that got the biggest cheer, but never mind. I'm joking, joking. It's great news. It's great news. Uh, but we need to, here's the but, we need a coordinator to run it. Yes! <laughs> oh, bring my own. I'll go to Costa. We need a coordinator to run it. So if you like all your ducks in a line, if you're a fan of great coffee, do you see what I'm doing here? We need you. We need somebody to coordinate it. We need somebody to recruit a team. And until we have those people, we won't have our tea and coffee. But we have permission from the cinema to do it. I've just got it this morning, hot off the press. You're the first to know, which is great news. So our plan is to have that initially before the service. Uh, so from quarter past 10, uh, you can get a cup of tea, bring a keep cup. We're not going to be doing the paper cups. We're going to say bring a keep cup and get a tea and coffee as you come in to start with at the beginning of the morning. So also, so we, with those gaps across all our teams in terms of kids, tots, worship, uh, logistics, setting up, sound and media, a welcome team, teas and coffees. So if you're not serving, we'd love to invite you into that and what that looks like for you to make it happen. But also serving the community. And I want to really stress this. I don't want to keep that as a church-centric thing. I don't want you to think when I say serve the community, it's just a church thing. I want to encourage us, although there's opportunities with mainly music and with the van, which we'd love to, uh, if you can do that and you feel passionate about that, have those conversations. Uh, I want to really highlight uh, the city. Where can you serve the city? There's great stuff going on in Inverness. Uh, when we moved as uh, church planters. It was never about what can we start. It was about what can we join in with. That was our heart. We can't always be starters. Although there'll be spaces in the church where we pioneer and where God's given us something to, to rally and gather the troops, there is great things happening out with these four walls of the cinema screen. And I want to encourage us, what could we be joining in with what's already happening in the city? So maybe this next season is about helping with a food bank. Maybe this next season is about volunteering with Mikey's Line, mental health charity. Maybe this season is about giving Gateway a ring, one of our mission partners. Maybe this season is about one Friday a month going and serving with street pastors. Maybe it's about helping a charity shop out. A love for Inverness and bringing our hope into new spaces. So we have all that and also our van and mainly music, which will be our key outreach focuses. So I want to encourage us week by month by month, serving church and city. What does that look like practically? And then finally, an invitation for the middle of the year. The 19th of June, I'd love you to just mark in your diary uh, to save the day and to make sure you come along to church. We have a lady called Jeannie Morgan, Morgan coming to share. She's coming uh, to share with our church family. And Mary and I know Jeannie for many years from our time in Aberdeen. She would come and visit from Soul Survivor Church in Watford. A lot of us will know Soul Survivor Church where Mike Pilavacci is the pastor there and pioneered uh, the youth festivals for over well, nearly 30 years uh, they've done that where tens of thousands of young people came to know Jesus. So she's, gonna, she's an incredible teacher and leader and she'll be sharing with us on Sunday the 19th of June. And she has amazing gift in hearing from God and prayer ministry. And we just know it's going to be a holy riot. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So uh, we'd love you four months early. Put that Sunday in your diary and please uh, come along to that. And we'll be sharing it with those who aren't with us as well. We'll send a wee email. So that's us. Roots down. 
spring up. A simple invitation to keep rooted. New life is coming. New life is coming. I just want to read from Isaiah 11, 1 to 5. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from its roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of, Lord's, Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. In this passage, Isaiah preaches hope in a time of terror and justice in a time of oppression. The people of Israel are full of fear as the Assyrian army threatens what's left of the world as they know it. But this vision looks forward to another day. We have another day. We have a better day. And we believe in resurrection. What is dead will come to life. What is dead is brought to life. And, that would be, and I just pray that this would be a place of life. That what is laid dead, what has, been, what has been dry in us, would come to life. That we would put our roots down and that we would spring up as a church family. Why don't we stand and we're going to worship uh, to close. But just for a wee moment, let's just stand and wait on God.